I'm Rachel. And I'm Erica. Honestly, we're just going to jump into a conversation that we started having before we started recording because it was pretty juicy and we're ready. (laughs) So I was just talking to my client last night about something that we've been noticing uh, on social media in the autoimmune community. And that's kind of this separation between people that are using medicine for their autoimmune disease versus people that are using lifestyle and, you know, diet and lifestyle as medicine. And so, uh, you know, we were talking about how it's become like this noticeable thing that's making people feel divided. Like they have to like choose Mm -hmm. one way or the other. And, you know, my whole account has always just advocated for diet and lifestyle changes to improve your life, not cure anything. And so I think people have this like misconception when you start taking control of your health and start making these diet and lifestyle changes that you're trying to cure yourself (laughs) and that if you don't cure yourself, that it's absolutely pointless to do all these things for yourself, which is like not true at all. Yeah. I mean, we're all just trying to feel better, right? Like we're just Mm -hmm. trying to feel good on a day-to-day basis. Why does it have to be this big thing of like, oh, well, it's not curing you. So what's the point? At the end of the day, all of the stuff that you do, that I do, that really anyone who is doing a more holistic route, whether whether or not they're on medications, is doing good things for their body, for their health overall, not even Mm -hmm. just for the autoimmune symptoms. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's like the biggest thing that I talk about is that we're not just zooming in on, you know, inflammation and rheumatoid arthritis. Like Mm -hmm. we're trying to create an overall healthy lifestyle that's going to be preventative Mm -hmm. of other diseases, right? Things like cancer. And, you know, once you get one autoimmune disease, it's very likely that you could potentially get multiple autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. And so it's like when you're focusing just on one aspect of it and you're totally neglecting the holistic approach, which is like, you know, your arteries and like just thinking about blood pressure and cholesterol and, you know, all the million things, your skin, like things like Mm. that. So I don't really look at the way that I you know, live my life with my diet and lifestyle as just, oh, this is like the arthritis diet. No, this is the best diet that will prevent me from developing anything more in the future or getting worse. And it's just empowering to like take that into your hands and be like, what can I do as the patient or just as a human? Let's take away the patient title because I don't even like the patient title because that already – takes away your power, right? And so just what can I do with my human potential Mm -hmm. to feel my best? And I just from the very beginning myself was like, oh, no, 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 that's not the life that I want to live. And I set set that from the very beginning, like in my head, I was like, no, I don't want to be a person in the the system. You know, like, I just don't want to be that. I was the same way. I was sitting there when I was diagnosed, like, okay, I what I thought I was healthy and I was questioning everything at that point. I was like, what is, what is health? What am I, have I been like poisoning my body? And I mean, kind of turns out that in a sense I was because I was Mm -hmm. eating all of this like food in a standard American diet that actually ended up hurting my gut, which Mm -hmm. turned into all kinds of autoimmune symptoms. And now that I am not like, I feel so much better and it's not even, yeah, I feel the same way. I don't look at my routine 
as just an autoimmune regimen, which like mm-hmm. parts of it definitely are. Mm-hmm. But overall, like eating more whole foods and moving my body every day mm-hmm. and the things that I help clients with as far as that and mindset, that should be part mm-hmm. of anyone's routine, which is why, yes, I primarily help people with autoimmune disease, but I also coach clients that don't have autoimmune diseases that just yeah. want to feel happier and healthier because mm-hmm. A lot of the things that I do and a lot of the things that I teach can be good for anyone. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's really confusing to me why there why some people feel like there needs to be like some sort of divide between people mm-hmm. that are on medications, people that are not or people that are doing yeah. both. Like yeah. there doesn't need to be any shaming. Some people, Mm-mm. you know, there's always a place for western medicine. Some people need that and that's okay. We are not mm-hmm. Erica and I and a lot of the people that are kind of in our realm if you will of like positive yeah. light on autoimmune disease are not preaching mm-hmm. that you have to be on no medications by any means. Yeah. And I think it can come off as judgmental when say someone hasn't decided to do the diet and lifestyle style changes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's like once you start, like I can see how that can feel, right? Because you've you've been taught a certain thing when you get diagnosed mm-hmm. and some people have had this condition for 15, 20 years And their doctor has never once said, hey, like if you just, you know, take out dairy, stop eating fried foods, Mm -hmm. like eat more fruits and vegetables, uh, eat more whole foods, stop the processed stuff. They've never been told that. So in their head, the narrative of what they've been telling themselves is there's nothing I can do for myself. You know, what everyone else is saying is a lie. Like, why would I waste my time when I can continue to eat cheeseburgers and fries and like, (laughs) you know, go on with my life as usual. Right. And that's the, the, the problem is that it starts in that first initial visit with your doctor, Mm -hmm. that it implants in your head that you're the patient, you are sick. And the only thing that you can do to feel better is to take this supplement or take this injection or whatever. And so no one's equipped when they leave that doctor's office to the time they get home to start empowering themselves to make these changes in their lives that could drastically, drastically improve their lives. So when someone sees another person doing that Mm -hmm. and they've been told this story their whole life and then they go, whoa, who's this person? You know, they've had it for three years, but they're taking a totally different approach. Like the tendency there is to want to say, well, she doesn't have it as aggressive as I do, Mm -hmm. or she hasn't had it as long as I've had it or whatever the case that people tell themselves to keep themselves in the position from actually Mm -hmm. trying to do this for themselves. Yeah. The thing is that's human nature, right? Like anytime someone's doing something different than you, that you have, maybe, maybe they have thought about it before, but then they like assume that they can't do it. Human nature is to get defensive and assume Mm -hmm. that you can't do it. And Mm -hmm. that's like something that we just need to recognize. Mm -hmm. And I think we've talked about this many times, but when people are first diagnosed, they go straight to hashtags on Instagram and Mm -hmm. they're finding a lot of these posts that are perpetuating this mindset of dis-ease, like in disease, like they are seeing all of these posts about how horrible it is and how hard it is. And yes, it is horrible and hard. Absolutely. No one's Mm -hmm. discounting that, but there are ways to grow through that 
And there's always, um, things to be learning about yourself. And the more that you learn about yourself, the better equipped you are to be empowered, to heal yourself Mm -hmm. from the inside. And from starting with the mind, starting with what you're putting into your body and then kind of going from there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's really interesting that different mindset that people have when they go, when they come from a doctor's appointment, especially Mm -hmm. right after diagnosis. Yep. Um, I think that's such a pivotal moment in mm-hmm. someone's disease progression, right? That that moment of like getting diagnosed and feeling like, okay, am I going to let this totally overcome my whole life? Or am I going to figure out what the heck I can do to feel as best as I possibly can living with this condition? Mm-hmm. And honestly, so when I got that first diagnosis, my initial instinct was like, okay, well, I need to get this inflammation under control. So I guess I'll try the lowest grade of medication that there is. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but basically when I picked up the medication, well, I went to go pick up the medication. They didn't have it. So she tells me come back in a few days. And so that actually when I went home without picking up the medicine immediately, my husband and my husband's mom actually were the ones that started looking at holistic ways to like improve rheumatoid arthritis. I didn't even know the word holistic. I wasn't thinking about natural because girl, I was eating McDonald's and Wiener Schnitzel (laughs) and like, (laughs) oh girl, oh my God. I I drive by Wiener Schnitzel and I'm like, I cannot believe I would be one of those people that would get my little hot dog and sit in the corner in the parking lot and eat it like hoping no one would see me. So anyways, I was coming from, you know, that to getting diagnosed and going, okay, well, but at the same time, like I had this feeling that if I was living a stressful life, not taking care of myself, dealing with depression, basically everything I was doing at that time was like making sense that why wouldn't I be in a state of inflammation? Mm -hmm. And so when my husband and my husband's mom started researching things, I like immediately though, even with one conversation was like, wow, I am living an inflammatory lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so thankful that they even did that because I don't know, maybe I would have done it, but maybe it would have taken me five years or so to do it. And maybe I would have been on medicine and my whole life would have been completely different. But thankfully, you know, I didn't pan out that way. And Mm -hmm. here I am today on the other side being able to help other people with this information that it's taken me years. When I first got on social media, there was like literally no one doing this. Like Mm -hmm. no one was trying to use holistic ways to manage their disease, especially with rheumatoid arthritis because things like thyroid, you know, disease, Hashimoto's, those are way more prevalent. At least they're more talked about. More talked about, yeah. Yeah, more talked about than things like rheumatoid arthritis, especially when, you know, you're 28, which was Mm -hmm. the age I got diagnosed. And so I was just like, wow, there's like nothing out here. And I really felt like a pioneer at that time because I was like, wait a second, like how come no one else is doing this? Does anyone know? And Mm -hmm. like, even though it was small changes that I was making, like for instance, first taking out dairy, 
I was like, oh my gosh, anyone who is eating dairy with rheumatoid arthritis must be so inflamed. Mm-hmm. We talk about this, you and I talk about this yeah. all the time about how no one was doing this. And it's yeah. so cool to see that there is a shift happening. While there mm-hmm. is still some negativity around any autoimmune disease, specifically yeah. rheumatoid arthritis, there really is a great shift happening. Yeah. And when I was first diagnosed, it was kind of the same thing that you're saying. I was like, why would I share my story? Like no one wants to hear it. No one's as young as me was mm-hmm. a really big limiting belief. And now I'm realizing yep. that people my age and people between ages like 18 and 40 are being diagnosed so much more now. And mm-hmm. like, I feel that it's my duty and it's our duty with this podcast to be there for those people because I don't ever want anyone to feel the way that I felt when I was first diagnosed lonely and scared and confused and overwhelmed with the amount of information out there. It's insane what you can Mm -hmm. find find things swaying you either way. That's the way the internet is on any topic. Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool to see that there's, there is this positive shift happening of other people doing similar things to what we're doing. And Mm -hmm. there are a couple of different ways that we could look at that. We could be like, oh, it's competition. People are trying to be coaches like we are, and they're trying to, but there, that's kind of ridiculous. If you think about it, it's really cool that the shift is happening because now more people are going to know that they can be their own best healer and that they can do this. And there's no reason for us to feel attacked by it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel, I feel even more empowered and I feel even more strongly about what I'm Mm -hmm. doing because honestly, I feel like I had a part in this positive shift Mm -hmm. happening. I feel like I have made a positive impact on so many people's lives because I get messages all the time. I know that I'm changing people's lives. And some Mm -hmm. of these people are now starting to do really cool things and sharing their story and feeling empowered to do so. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a ripple effect. It all yeah. starts from one place. Well, when I found your account, okay, I was like, my literally my eyes got so big because <laughs> I was like, who is this person right now? Because like, I was like reading your post, you know, you do the little stalker thing. I was uh, like, okay, uh-huh. she's got rheumatoid arthritis and you looked around my age, even though I'm 33, <laughs> uh, but not too much older. But anyways, I was like, she's advocating for the same things and she's trying to do this, you know, without medicine and she's experiencing the benefits and she's juicing celery and like all these things. And so when I found you, like I did not look at that and be like, oh, who is this chick? She's doing the same thing. You know, I was like, I felt like, oh my God, I want to connect with this person Mm -hmm. because there's not many people with the pretty much the same message that I had been sharing for the last, you know, four or five years on my Instagram account. And so when I find someone that's doing what I'm doing, I'm like, I want to connect to them. I want to learn about how, you know, this, these things that they've done uh, for their lives have changed them for the better. That's how I view it because it's like the more I get to talk to other people and learning to learn about what's helping them, it's also going to help me Uh because there may be things that, you know, Rachel's doing that she says, Hey, like you should really try this, you know, doing this in the morning has really helped me. And I'm in, and I implement that into my life and I'm like, wow. And then guess what? I get to share that with my client. And then my client gets to share that with their family. Yeah. And it's a ripple effect. It really is. It really is. And something that I want to point out is that 
we didn't find each other for such a long time. We had both no. been sharing our stories individually for so long. I'm sure we were both using these same yep. rheumatoid arthritis hashtags. And guess what? We didn't find each other until years later. You want to mm-hmm. know why? Because all of these other posts are clogging up those hashtags. Oh, Sorry, yes. but they are. Mm-hmm. And so it's crazy. You really have to sift through those posts to find mm-hmm. the more positive and the more light around the subject of any subject. But mm-hmm. really, we're specifically talking about autoimmune disease and rheumatoid mm-hmm. arthritis. And I, I want to tell you a secret. You don't have to follow everyone. Yep. You don't have to just because they have the same disease as you, just because they're interested in the same things. You don't have to follow them. So true. (laughs) Like sift through, maybe do a quick little social media cleanse by scrolling Mm -hmm. through your feed. And anytime you see something that you don't necessarily fully connect with, go to that person's feed. And if it's primarily that sort of thing that you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily connect with and, or you don't want to perpetuate in your own mind, even if you do connect in it, Mm -hmm. then maybe unfollow them or at least mute them. There is an option to mute them where you're still following them, but you don't see their posts. But guess what, Rachel? Guess what? A disease is 0.00001% of who you are. Mm -hmm. It's not even who you are. It's what you're experiencing. So if you're following someone just based on the fact that they have the same disease, Mm -hmm. but their lifestyle and their morals and values are completely opposite of what you believe in and what you want for your life, Mm -hmm. well, good luck because that's going to really rub off on you and that's not going to be healthy (laughs) for your mind. Tell them. Tell them. I'm serious and I'm serious and I want to go back to what you said about you know there are probably a lot more accounts out there like ours you know looking at a more optimistic empowered Mm -hmm. side of living with the autoimmune condition but I was talking to my client last night about that and she was saying Erica there are probably way more accounts out there but they're buried Mm -hmm. because there's such an overwhelming um, amount of accounts that are dedicated to really dwelling on the negative sides of, of dealing with the autoimmune disease. And so, um, she's like, they're out there. And she's like, but you, like you and Rachel, it's so funny because my clients always men- mention Rachel too. They're always like, <laughs> you and Rachel keep me like going throughout like my Oh, whole- I love that we're like a unit now. <laughs> no, I know. And it's so amazing because that just goes to show that our message is very powerful and we're promoting the same thing mm-hmm. and it's authentic and it's real and people are connecting to that and people are craving that. People mm-hmm. want that even though it's not a lot of availability out there. So people end up following these accounts, Mm -hmm. you know, and including myself in the beginning when I was diagnosed because there wasn't really anything out there. Yes. I followed people just because they had rheumatoid arthritis because I was curious. Mm -hmm. And also I was following like meme accounts, you know, where it was like funny stuff related to rheumatoid arthritis. And at first I was like, oh, this is like funny. But then after a while, I was like, wow, this is really exhausting and like mentally not healthy for me Mm -hmm. because I'm looking at things that say, oh, you don't know chronic fatigue until you've you've had an autoimmune disease or I feel like a 90 year old woman or Mm -hmm. like my bones are creaking. And it's like, of course, even Rachel and I joke about that stuff together. Right. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably joke about things like on our podcast and stuff. But we're saying in a way to like, it's in the moment and we're not attaching to that as our identity. We're just Mm -hmm. making light in the moment. But the thing about these accounts is that they're just attaching to the, they're clinging to the illness Mm -hmm. and what they're doing by making these uh, memes that are kind of 
perpetuating the thought that we have about someone living with a chronic illness is that it's seeping into people's unconscious mind and it's making them feel like, wow, yeah, that is going to be my life. I feel like a 90 year old person. I'm never going to be able to, you know, do this, or I'm going to have to have a surgery or I'm going to be disabled in five years. Like over time, it's not going to be healthy. Exactly. So you just touched on the perfect point of what I was thinking about is the fact that all of these accounts that you follow, yes, it feels really good in the moment because you're connecting with that person on a different level or with the meme or whatever you're seeing, you're connecting and you're feeling validated, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone loves feeling validated in whatever way, but are you feeling validated because you are, let's say on the right track, or are you feeling validated because you are perpetuating that mindset of dis-ease? And a lot of times those type of accounts, it feels really good in the moment. I'm not going to deny that. When I was first diagnosed, I was the same as Erica. I followed people just because they had RA. And eventually I realized it's not making me feel good. It's making me feel worse because what you surround yourself with is what you become. So you Mm want to always make sure that you're surrounding yourself with where you want to go, not where you currently are. And that goes with anything in life. That is not Mm -hmm. just related to autoimmune disease whatsoever. That is anything Mm -hmm. in life. Surround yourself with content, surround yourself with people of where you want to go, because otherwise you are going to be stuck with where you are if you're constantly surrounding yourself with the opposite. Mm -hmm. So Remember that while it may feel good in the moment to feel validated for something like that, it's not going to feel good long-term and it's not going to get you really anywhere. It's going to keep you stuck where you are, especially with mindset. And we've said it before and we'll keep saying it forever. (laughs) Mindset is the foundation of most everything that you do. It is so, so important to be surrounding yourself with that. Things that you listen to, things that you watch, things that you see, everything that you interact with throughout your day, which let's be real, like a lot, a big percentage of our day is spent on social media. That's just the way it is, whether we want to admit it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, We are surrounding ourselves with these things. So you might as well surround yourself with things that are going to push you where you want to be with your health, with your um, overall mindset, with your Mm -hmm. life, with whatever your goals are. Yeah. I think this is an important conversation to have when it comes to like what you Uh, spend your energy looking at and listening to on Mm -hmm. social media or even listening to a podcast, right? Because at a certain point, like these things get into our unconscious mind and we really, whether, whether it's positive or negative, it it will have an effect on us, whether we realize Mm -hmm. it or not. Yeah. And the, the thing is the people that have these, you know, big chronic illness accounts, Uh, I think, you know, obviously their intention is good. You know, their intention is to make people laugh Mm -hmm. and to connect people and people meet people through these accounts. And I see there are some positive sides to it. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, if you're really looking to heal yourself and I'm talking like spiritually, emotionally, Mm -hmm. mentally, right? Not just the physical aspect. If you're really looking to like dive 100% into that realm and you're ready to receive all these good things that are going to come your way, exactly. You need to clear out these things that are going to be holding you back. Mm -hmm. And so I, all the time, I'll start following someone and I'm like, oh, I like their account, right? They got rheumatoid arthritis. Like I'm feeling like, oh, this is like someone, you know, I can relate to. Mm -hmm. And then I start seeing things where it's like, 
it's make like the things that they're saying are making me feel uh, not good about myself. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to make me feel fearful of like, oh, wait, what if I might have Mm -hmm. to be on these medicines or, oh, oh gosh, I might have to have a surgery in, you know, a couple years from now. Like, and, and it's like, it's so subtle and yet so powerful. And so we have to be conscious of the people that we allow into our lives and the energy that we surround ourselves with because where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So if you're placing your attention on all the, you know, terrible things that could possibly happen to yourself with an autoimmune condition, you're going to bring that energy right to where you're focusing on. Yeah. You bring up a really good point. I think that it's important to anytime that you see really any post on social media, but if you're looking at someone's account or just kind of scrolling on your feed, if you need to just kind of take inventory of how that post is making you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, everything that we're saying relates to anything in life yep. and all of wellness, like Erica oh, yeah. said, spiritual, emotional, physical, mental, all of it. Make sure that you're taking an inventory because Erica and I have had so much practice with all of this, especially with the mindset piece. Mm-hmm. And now we have gotten to the point, like Erica said, where she's scrolling and she notices, oh, this is making these thoughts circulate in my yep. head. But until you've done that extra kind of mindset work and you've delved into that consciousness a little bit more, you don't even realize that this is happening. You don't realize that these thoughts are going through your head and how they're affecting the way that you think. It just Mm -hmm. happens until you are more consciously um, aware of what is happening. So practicing and taking inventory of how posts are making you feel and how anything that you watch, not even just social Mm -hmm. media, but anything that you're watching, reading, how it's making you feel. And if it's not making you feel good, put it down, put it away, unless it is a feeling that you have to work through. That's a Mm -hmm. whole different story though. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole different story. But I think the important message here is that once you start being aware in your own body and in your own life, your awareness keeps expanding mm-hmm. and expanding and expanding. Okay, Deepak Chopra. And, yeah, and no, and you will be and you'll seriously be able to be more sensitive to the things uh-huh. that are not in alignment with the way that you want to live. And so a lot of the time we're in the so Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about thinking, doing, being. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most people are in the thinking stage mm-hmm. of healing. They're just in the thinking stage. They go, Oh, I would I would love to be out of pain. Mm-hmm. I would love to do this. And then maybe they do some things, right, to heal, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, I stopped eating dairy. I am, you know, uh, exercising more, right? but they're not being it completely. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not being it completely, then you're allowing all this stuff into your consciousness, into who you are. Mm -hmm. And therefore you're never going to receive the full benefits of what it is to feel like you're healing. Yeah. And so social media is a big component to that. And you just have to be aware and just, you know, protect your energy. You really do have to protect mm-hmm. your energy. I just got shivers. <laughs> yeah. No, I love this conversation because it's like, you know, in the autoimmune community, I think everyone is just clinging to everyone because mm-hmm. we're all like, oh, we're trying to build a community. But we have to be very careful of the community that we're building for mm-hmm. ourselves. I literally just got shivers when you're talking about that. Like, I no know. 
I'm, well, so side note, Rachel and I, you know, when we get on to start our podcast, we're always like, okay, how are we going to start this? Like, how are we going to go at this? Uh-huh. And then usually the conversation that we just start talking about before we start recording is the conversation that we should be talking about to record the podcast because we get really passionate about these things. And we're like, wait a second, let's just start recording now (laughs) because we're on a roll. (laughs) And then we start recording and it turns into like, oh, what was I going to say? So today we started recording right away and we're like, all right, let's just talk. Let's just talk. Because we have like hour long conversations on the phone every single week about stuff like this. Not this particular topic, but anything that we get passionate about. And we're like, God, why can't we just be recording right now? So we're like, this needs to be a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. But going back to, you know, protecting your energy and trying to uh, gain more awareness in your, not even just on social media, like these things, like once you start, it really starts with your personal life, Mm -hmm. right? It really starts with, for me, the first step to being aware of what I was doing was my food choices. So it all started for me with the food. Right. Well, so, for, and it always does. It starts that way with almost everyone because the, the food and the diet change is the most easiest thing to be in control of. I right? think that it, I think because it's so tangible, it's yep. like, oh, okay. I take this out. Like it's mindset work is really hard and really kind of abstract. I think that the, the food thing is a lot easier for people to start with because they're like, oh, okay. I just don't eat this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think when I first started my account, you know, I, if you look back to like the beginning of my Instagram account, I posted like almost a hundred percent food. It was like, look at this thing. And part of that was because I was excited about the different foods that I was eating and making new recipes and, Mm -hmm. you know, experimenting with all that. But that was like the beginning of my healing journey. It was all focused on Mm -hmm. the diet. And then here we are five years later, if you look at my account now, it's almost 100% about the mental aspect of dealing with an autoimmune disease. And so that's a progression of wisdom that you gained. You know, I don't talk about this stuff from a position of like just being diagnosed and thinking I know everything and I still don't know everything. But the things that I do talk about when in regards to mindset and having an autoimmune disease are really coming from a place of I've been there, I experienced it, I've emotionally dealt with that. And now I have something to say and give back to the community. Yes. And so I always bring up Dr. Joe Dispenza, but he said something when I was doing a meditation the other day. I, you know, I usually go in my sauna. So I have like this little portable sauna and I got it on, got on Amazon. If everyone, anyone's listening, it's called Serene Life, not sponsored or anything, but I love it. I've had it for a couple of years. And basically I go in my sauna and either I'll put on a meditation or I'll listen to doc, one of Dr. Joe Dispenza's just any like podcast episode on YouTube. And so I go in there, I do that. I do some deep breathing, but he said something really profound that really like, whoa. So he said that wisdom is when you can reflect back on your past and not experience the emotion that was tied to the past, but yet have gratitude, just have gratitude for what you experienced instead of going, oh man, like that happened to me and uh, this ended up happening. And, you know, like 
focusing on all mm-hmm. the negative things that have happened during that time. And you can reflect back and that's wisdom when you can reflect back and not tie the emotion to mm-hmm. the past and have gratitude in the present moment and be able to share that with someone. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so, you know, w- we think of wisdom as like figures in like history. We're like, oh, yeah. they got so much wisdom and da da da. And they, they went to Harvard and it's like, <laughs> none of that has to do with wisdom. Wisdom has to do with experience. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, when knowledge and experience come together, that is wisdom. And so, Ooh. yeah. And so, mic uh, drop. Yeah. And so, <laughs> don't and drop so, the mic. <laughs> yeah. No, I won't. It's safe. Um, so when he said that, I was like, wow, like I felt like I actually have wisdom. And I think people are scared of that word wisdom because it does seem like, oh, who do you think you are? You have so much wisdom. But it's like, no, I've been through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. for the last five years. And I have gained so much like emotionally and spiritually. And I genuinely come from a place of sharing these things on my social Mm -hmm. media because I've been through it and I've worked through a lot of these things and now I'm in a position to want to share it and be grateful that I had that experience share with other people. And the fact that we're still going through it, we're still gaining wisdom, we're still gaining experience every single day, we're still going through this stuff. It's not like we, yes, we keep, we do say sometimes we have gotten to the other side, but we've gotten to the other side of feeling helpless and hopeless and alone, but we haven't mentally, mentally, we've gotten to the other side. Mm -hmm. But we still continue to work on it every single day because it's not like, oh, okay, we're fixed, we're good, we're positive. Like, that is not the way it works. It takes work just like anything else related to wellness at all. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we work on every day. And yeah, I think that the, the wisdom piece, I love that quote so much. If I think back to when I was first diagnosed, I always kind of go back to, I can literally like see myself yeah in the bed where my bed was in my old apartment, like three apartments ago. Um, I can picture myself like laying there being like hopeless and whatever, but I don't still connect with that feeling if that makes sense. I can, I feel for that girl. I feel for her. I see her. I acknowledge her. I'm grateful for her, but I don't dwell on those same feelings. I cannot go back to that feeling because mm-hmm. I'm so far and yep. that's exactly what it is. And that's what we share with people. That's why we do what we do. And that's why, Oh, I'm getting shivers again. I love this. I know. <laughs> I love, I absolutely like love this conversation. And this is seriously why we have this podcast because mm-hmm. we get to talk about these things that are like, you know, you can only say so much on Instagram, right? Yeah. Like even on your videos, even on your posts, you know, and like we said, half of the time people are mindlessly scrolling. So they're probably not even reading everything, right? And they're just judging you off of yeah. this one photo that you posted. Mm-hmm. They're not reading the whole story or they're not taking the time to scroll back to Rachel's first post mm-hmm. that she ever posted or talked about rheumatoid arthritis. So it's like we all have these like judgments that we place on people because we're stepping into that one post that they just posted today, you know, and they're like, and so it's easy to say, well, why do they think they know so much? How can I believe them that diet and lifestyle changes mm-hmm. are actually going to make a difference? And it's like, they don't know the whole history of like who we are and what we've been through. Even right now, I can say, sit here and tell you like, I'm being authentic. I'm being this, I'm being that. But you have to feel it yourself, right? So as a, a person that follows my account, 
on Instagram or on uh, or on our podcast, like you have to really be, you have to fill it within yourself and say, hey, are these people feeling genuine to me? Do I align with what mm-hmm. they're saying? Like every person should be asking this for their own selves. If anyone doesn't necessarily align with us or doesn't, if it doesn't give you a good feeling to follow either of us on Instagram or follow our podcast or listen to our podcast, please don't protect your energy, be your own best advocate, be there for yourself, find the light for yourself, but just make sure that you are seeking out that light and that you're not dwelling in dis-ease, that like mindset of dis-ease. Mm-hmm. And everyone, we've talked about this too, everyone starts to tap into these things at different points of their lives and there's different triggers. So for me, I think like, okay, obviously my disease was like enough for me to be like, I need to change things in my life because obviously what I'm doing is not helping. But for some people, that's not enough for them to start making that mindset shift. It's not enough. Like people have different thresholds. And for me, my disease was a threshold for me to be like, oh no, like I can't continue on this way. Mm -hmm. And so some people are just not even in that mentally ready to accept that they do need to be in a position where they actually are taking responsibility for some portion of their health, if not all. You have to do it on your own time because if you're forcing yourself to make these changes, it's Mm -hmm. not going to be sustainable. And if it's not sustainable, it's not going to really make that much of a difference compared to if your mind is completely in it and your body is completely in it and you're ready to just buckle up and go. And that's something that Erica and I, as coaches work with our clients on is meeting you where you're at Mm-hmm. And then going from there. And that takes baby steps sometimes because it, for some people, that's the only way that you're actually going to sustain it and not feel overwhelmed to do these things, to do the mindset work, to do the physical work, change the way that you look at things and be able to tune more into your mind, more into your body. Cause that's the foundation of pretty much everything is tuning inward to the, your thoughts and to the way that your body's feeling. Yeah. You have to go all in mentally. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're committing to your health in that moment. You're committing to your health journey and going, this is the start of a brand new life for me. And I'm mentally ready to commit to that life because Mm -hmm. I deserve that. And honestly, it seems so silly, but it's true. We spend so much time on social media. That's a really great place to start, to try to shift your mindset just a little bit every day. Try Mm -hmm. going through your feed and just unfollowing a couple of people that don't make you feel good to see their posts. They might be your friend. They might be someone you don't know. It doesn't really matter. Like social media is so superficial. If I'm being honest, like it doesn't matter if you're following someone or not protect your energy protect your peace Mm -hmm. i'm out (laughs) all right and we are out we'll see you guys on our next episode thank you so much for joining us we want to remind you guys that we are not medical professionals nor do we give medical advice so please do not stop taking any medications without consulting your doctor however if you'd like to learn more about holistic ways to manage your autoimmune symptoms we each offer private coaching services and would love to help you Stay tuned for our next episode. In the meantime, let's connect on Instagram. We are at autoimmune and you, and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to follow each of our personal accounts, we would love that too. You can find our Instagram handles and our websites in the show notes. We'll chat next time. And always remember, you are more powerful than you think. Uh, what was it? What uh, I'm losing it. <laughs> to that pl- I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like and I'm out so I'm gonna okay bye
And uh, yeah, we're out. Okay. Oh, God bless.